Drake like your mom. Yeah. Like your mom. Like Josh's mom. I don't know what I... I come in so hyped and it disappeared. I just finished a Red Bull because I got to be some sort of hype for Murder Moose. Murder, Murder Moose. We are Murder Moose, part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. It's in the game. Oh, there you go. I even got Look it to that. work. I was going to say, yeah. it even worked the first time, Josh. I'm very impressed with you. <laughs> Sup, friendos? Oh, hi. We- Oh, hi. We're back. We are back. We are back. For back in episode... black. Oh, wait. Ken's not wearing black. black. Oh, wait. I mean, but the show is nope. back in black. <laughs> That's right. I, I think I'm like 90% of my clothes have are black t-shirts. I haven't switched over the other scenes, though. So if I do, we go back in time. Look. Oh, we're back in time. Oh, oh. no. Oh. <sighs> so I haven't switched it over yet. How could you, Josh? I haven't had How could this happen to me? How could this happen? It was an exciting day yesterday talking with the Calgary Horrorcon. Tell us about it. I want to hear about it. It's more, it's a lot of strategy stuff behind the scenes and things that I can't actually talk about, which is cool that I'm a part of (laughs) that type of stuff. And I'm really excited for this year because I've been like, you know, there and helping out where I can every year and it's becoming more and more and more and this next year is going to be fucking that's what you say every time it's going to be bigger better but I feel like this time with getting the right people on board and uh, having it be more organized beforehand I'm hoping it can alleviate a lot of the stress points that inevitably come up and we have it be a very awesome one that's it it's going to be great there's some fucking cool celebrities coming and uh lots of opportunities for fun dude guys you what, guys what, gotta what come time up. of the year yeah this was up. about to ask you what time of the year is it again father's it day happens? weekend again Fa- okay that helps me absolutely none what what time of- <laughs> it's March. Like June. June. oh yeah it's june is june? it june june or july i thought june, i think like father's that. day is in june end of june okay i don't I don't know what month. Uh, if you would have asked me what month Father's Day was before we started talking, as I, I would not have been able to tell you. June. I, I meant prior to this conversation, Josh. Right? Well, are we going? Uh, I would like to. Okay, let's plan for sure to go. I'm not uh, going anywhere until February. This would be. Fantastic. Yeah. It'll be a Canada adventure. Rod, we're going to Canada. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. And do, I think, do, do, honestly, do, 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 like, do. wait, when is it? Uh, I don't know. Stampede is not too long after that. It's like <clears throat> Horicon and then Stampede starts like a week or something after. So the biggest Our- outdoor show on earth. And a are they whole bunch be, of cowboys. Are they going to be shooting uh, Last of Us Season 2 uh, uh, in your neck of the woods again when that's happening? No, they're doing Season 2 in BC, in Vancouver and stuff. Why? That's Because stupid. they're on the journey out from where they were, so it makes sense that they'd want more mountainous uh, I know, but they, backgrounds. They start a lot of it 
like on the same spot as they did like I don't the, know the brother and maybe all that DC was like you know what we'll give you more uh, tax breaks if you come and shoot it here and Alberta's like damn we can't match that who knows you can match anything if you try hard enough and you give it your heart and give it your soul that's right and give it your murder moose I just there's my murder moose and Rod still won't give it to me that it's a fucking murder Ooh, moose. I'll give it I'll give it I'll give you it to the to the balls, Josh. I'll give you you all the way to the balls. All the way to the balls. All the shaft, the balls. My taint if you game. want it. You could have that too. I don't even know what's going on. How was your I fucking mean, week, guys? I it was hectic and then I uh I raged at Baldur's Gate 3 and quit live on stream, so that was fun. Uh, <laughs> what happened that that was a... The, all the stuff that, like, I got... I'm done the third act of three, and I was dying, like, repeatedly for hours on end, and I got very frustrated, and I said, fuck this, and I gave it up and deleted it and, and live on stream. And I, uh, I Do played you delete the, re- the entire file? I deleted the the game from my thing and then promptly installed it the next day back again in my off time. 150 oh. gigs of just like oh, no. me being a f- fucking me. <laughs> I was just, I was just like, it was making me the kind of stream I don't like because I, I feel like a cranky asshole. And I'm like, and everyone could sit here. And then I yell at my, my, my community. I was yelling at my mods for trying to help me. So, <laughs> I was so frustrated, but yeah, so I did that, and then I went and watched uh, the creator yesterday, and there were oh. like five people in the theater, and I'm like, so this is what happens when a movie gets like no like press or whatever, so and like no one nuts. It's really interesting that movie in particular because <laughs> someone or my my old guitar player was like, oh, are you gonna go and see the creator? And it said it was attached somehow to Star Wars. So I thought it was a Star Wars movie, and I was like, if it's a Star Wars movie, fuck that. I don't want to see that shit. I'm done with Star Wars. Fuck it. And this will be the first one that I go out of my way not to see. But it's not. It's directed by the director of Rogue One, who got his start. And I was following him like religiously, like I do uh, indie directors when he did uh, Monsters, because he Mm -hmm. went out by himself with just like two actors and a barely a script yeah. and was just like yeah do whatever you kind of want and he's in the special effects world so he's like yeah you know yeah. what I think I'm gonna add some monsters in the background here and add this he did the same thing with this movie but with a 90 million dollar budget but the same mentality and the same like small indie like approach now knowing that fuck I can't wait to see this it, it looks it's... so well done for knowing that Denzel's kid killing it again and the movie was very 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 good teared up at the end and the 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 lesson that you learn watching this movie uh, is that people suck mostly of course <laughs> but uh, it's it's also I think um not going in not knowing anything I think it's like another warning for what AI could potentially be doing and stuff oh so do you feel do you feel that it uh was reminiscent of the 
was it called AI? The movie with Haley Joel Osment and yeah. or all whatever. Yeah, that was AI. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel that it was like too in hand with that? I've never seen that movie. I've oh. never seen the AI. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. You gotta that movie watch was it. Fantastic. Jiggle Joel. What are you? It, I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's very really much fantastic. like I. I heard someone comparing it to Last of Us because of the like the the journey of a guy with a, a little kid and then other things but like i i think it was really really well done and i i fucking feel like the movie's going to make no money because like i have seen nothing the only tr- like promotion stuff i saw for it was like before other movies like i didn't see tv spots i didn't see youtube trailers any of that i've and seen like, a lot but that's just i think all the algorithms know that I'm just a weirdo that goes to tons and tons of movies. So I don't know, but it was really good. And I'm like, this movie is not going to get enough credit. And it, I think it was, it was probably one of the best movies I've seen all year. Like that's how good it was. And it's it awesome. like going, I mean, I'm going at a nine nine fifty on a Sunday morning and there's only five people in the theater or six I mean, people. To be fair, almost every movie I've gone to in the last like, few months there's been hardly anybody at them yeah i'm i go at weird times but if you go (laughs) for me uh what i've noticed is the the right after dinner time movies are getting more busy like more like you know normally busy um not like (laughs) extremely busy or anything but oh i i watched this comedy which you can't say very often anymore like comedies because of the i don't know the cancel culture and you know all the other things that people like to do uh comedy is not really a thing you see a little an abundance of um i watched that movie bottoms it was fucking funny dude it was it was well done <laughs> that was, was that's about the two girls like high school girls who are about to go to college right they're like yeah. lesbians and everything yeah. like that that was like all I knew about, needed to know about that movie is Alamo was putting it on like it's Alamo Presents. So they were like, when they put their stamp of a of like approval on a movie, it's usually really, really, really good. Like they did that, I think, back in the day for Swiss Army Man, which, again, I've, I've said down here many times, it, one of my favorite movies ever, if it wasn't for the last like five minutes of that movie. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where Alamo putting their seal of approval is like, that means this is going to be a, a good little film. And but then yeah, I saw I, I, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Banks was one of the uh, producers, I think, on it. So yeah, I think she's the the reason why a lot of movies are, or a lot of really funny movies are actually still getting produced. So mm-hmm. I love that she's like got her hands in a lot of gems right now. Like Cocaine Bear <laughs> was just fantastic, yeah. and I yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy that she is in a position to. You know, have her hands on any movie, pretty much. She's, She's awesome. pretty talented, man. I mean, uh, Pitch Perfect Two was a really, really good, great movie mm-hmm. for like an intro. I I heard that her Charlie's Angels wasn't great, but like mostly because no one really wanted it. But it, it was. I don't know. It's not. It it wasn't well timed. It it felt like it was being forced down everyone's throats. Yeah, and it's like it it. I don't even think. I don't know. Like there's just some things that's just like it was done and it was done really well and no one is like, you know what I really want to see, <laughs> you know like no one was was, yeah, so yeah. whatever you can 
be uh, bent out of shape about whatever you want, but no one was screaming at the rooftops for that one. Don't break your penis. Don't break your penis, Josh. It's dangerous. What have you, you said? Why are, we, I, why, why are we breaking Josh's penis? Because he said bent out of shape, and so then uh, I, I went to like breaking your penis because that's the yeah. definition of, of bent out of shape. Try your hardest. Um, I know Giggly. you brought up uh, Natty Knox. Uh, I hadn't heard anything about it other than when Rod brought it up a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm interested. It has a good enough cast. It doesn't look great, but I'm interested. What are Wait, we talking about? What is that? Natty Knox. Didn't you bring that up, Rod? Okay, well, there's Not a movie of- called Natty Knox, and it it has uh, Robert Englund, uh, Daniel Harris, and Bill Mosley. So it- Bill Nye, the science guy. Dude, I'm so mad. Oh. My friend that does um, all the horror stuff and has the horror podcast, um, he got, like, I've been trying to see, sorry, I totally just jumped in and, and fucked your Do entire it. discussion. Um, there was a convention in town that, like, I guess just kind of, like, popped up that I forgot was happening, and he got to go, and I wanted to go, but I didn't get to because I was busy. And Bill Mosley actually was there for once. Didn't back the fuck out. He got his uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 poster signed by him and someone else. And I was like, motherfucker, every time I try to see Bill Mosley at a con, they're slammed. And he always cancels. And this time mm-hmm. it was so small that like nobody was fucking there. But Bill, like there were more people there to sign things than there were people there. And I was like, fuck, now he'll never come back. Um. Yeah, I I want Bill Mosley's chop top in uh, mm-hmm. in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game like ASAP. Mm-hmm. And You've seen my Texas my... Chainsaw Massacre toy, right? The huge one over there. I got like one of those, whatever. I don't think so. Yeah. I all I ha- did I hear a beeping or am I losing my goddamn mind? I think I'm losing my goddamn oh, mind. I think you're well, losing your mind because uh, I did not uh, hear a beeping. Yeah, maybe I'm losing my that. Where did you get that? <laughs> it's so fucking heavy. His chainsaw just fell. <laughs> Aww. What's that? What's hanging around his neck? What? What's hanging around his neck? I'm not one of it's those. Like a, the pick, uh, or the crow, <laughs> the crow uh. pick necklace. <laughs> oh, you can't do that to our boy. I don't know why he's wearing that? That's just poor. That's funny. I probably watched the crow at some point. Yes, you do. Although, I mean, the remake's coming out here pretty soon, so. Do we want to watch the remake? No. I didn't That's think like, so. I, I, although, what do you call him, Zedit? Scarscars is playing the crow, so. Oh, well, then I'll watch it. Yeah. Dude could take, dude could film a movie of himself shitting on paper, and I would watch it. I love that uh, meme or, well, I guess it's kind of a meme. It's just like a, a sequence of pictures of him and uh, what's his name? The funny guy that was in it. <laughs> Why? Justin, Justin Long. Long. What? Justin in, uh, Long. Huh? In, oh, no. In Barbarian? In, I'm, I'm talking about in uh, in It. In, he was like oh, standing. Oh, you mean a Bill, Bill Hader? Bill Hader's like Bill standing. Hader. Bill Hader's standing right next to him and he's like asking him like, oh, so what like special effects did they use to make your eyes like go separated? And he's like, what, like this? And he's just like, oh, 
and then he runs away because he's so creeped out. <laughs> you mean Barry? Barry? I, I need to watch the fifth season of Barry, the last season of Barry. I really do. Is that the I, last I, last season? Like, yeah, it was that was so the last... dark that I, I was like, I don't want to go Barry. there. Oh, it's so what fucking is good. it? Barry is about a ex army guy who like becomes a hitman and then he gets into Hollywood and very bad things happen with Henry oh, Winkler just and becomes yeah the one of the best produced shows uh but, it's an HBO show too so you know it's already uh, going to be good uh, but Bill Hader uh, wrote uh, directed was the main yeah. star and he had this like really clear vision kind of like what they did with Breaking Bad what he wanted to do with this character and like the comedy hits so hard but it takes a back seat in the later seasons and it does such a good job of becoming this crazy drama that you're just like holy fuck it's so yeah deep and so well fucking done it was so crazy that rod and i both were like i gotta put a pause on this because it got too darky real and oh I, really I, I need yeah, which to... is why I haven't I haven't watched the last season yet because I'm like yeah. that happened make... to me with Shameless and like a few other shows. Yeah, like it just got too real too fast, and I was like, oh, I can't. But I, I still watch it. I just have to do it in in spurts. It's one of those Dark. shows that it visually and uh, it makes you feel that like tension and makes you <laughs> feel that anxiety really too well. So it mm -hmm. it was like creating an anxiety feeling in my life when I didn't want to feel it. So. That's I had to stop watching the bear because of that. That's yeah. I was like, Same. I was like, this show is so fucking good, but like it it's made me yeah. like lose my shit. That's what was that show on Netflix where I watched like one episode with the guy from walking dead and like the road rage incident and Steven young or whatever, young or whatever his name is. Oh, and, Beef. Yeah, beef. I was like one episode of that. I'm like, nope, never again. Not watching that again. I haven't yeah. finished that, that. Also, I always say before we talk about the movie, I watched the first episodes, uh, three episodes of uh, Gen V, and it was fucking really good. And I'm, I'm talking about dark TV shows, and uh, that show is just like, God, Seth Rogen and all the stuff they're doing with that. And I, yeah, the the there is a scene. Where a character shrinks down and is jerking off a cock that is like <laughs> because she's shrunk down. It's like this kid. She's she's like jerking off and stomping on his Hell balls. Hell yes. <laughs> oh, be a what is it? Be a me pain Olympics? Is that what uh, we're at? Are we bringing no, it back? No, she's like she's like this big. She's tight. She shrinks herself down so like him. Her stomping on the balls isn't like a big deal. Like Dude. the guy wants her doing it, and but it's weird watching a little girl like a little character like hanging off a giant dog <laughs> did but, you so if you like if you like the boys check it out it's really good i like I it still, i only watched like two episodes of the boys and, and haven't gone any further but you i just need to give it another episode and i think you'll yeah. be hooked on a feeling you're, you just need to get to the deep when he fucks a, a dolphin and then you're good which is later on in the first do season. you know <laughs> do you remember neil blomkamp the yep. director of district nine Yep. I didn't know. I, I I threw on Gran Turismo last night for some <laughs> reason. Really fucking well done movie, by the way. But I didn't know that he directed that movie. I'm like, what? I thought, I thought that was a Clint Eastwood movie. Gran Turismo? The like PlayStation. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I thought you were That's Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Yeah. Gran Turismo, the like yeah. PlayStation meets yeah. 
movie, whatever. I'm like, this what? This is based yeah. on a true story. Well, dude, what the after, fuck? This is crazy. After he was he that man is like he's like M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong Part Two man. Like he did <sighs> he comes out of the gates with fucking District Nine and then Elysium was ad- good or. Was was it Elysium the movie? Yeah, the Elysium one with was Matt Damon. Was Matt Damon. Okay. I like it, man. Chappie was Chappie garbage. Was fucking awesome. Chappie was so, awesome. Come you, on, you, you you say what you want to say, man. I the the meth heads that are uh, rewatching. Dude, I can't because those two are such horrible human beings that I'm like, nah, man, I can't do it. And like, I got halfway through and I was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. What? I've rewatched that and loved it again. Nope. I cu- I made it halfway through and was like, nope, this ain't for me. This is not for me. Yeah, he did his own like uh online like horror sci-fi universe thing that no. didn't it wasn't very successful, but no, it created a lot of really creative pieces of art. But yeah. to see him now just kind of you know, directing a random movie like Gran Turismo, I'm like, well, Dude, he, he fucking kills it. Like, it's really well done, but it you know, just he, doesn't seem, you know, it seems very bad. left field for him. You know what? He's like Rob Zombie where he does this really cool visual style and does knows that camera, but like when he's directing, he's writing it, I'm just like, yeah, you've lost me, man, because his writing is where it falls apart. Like, Visually, his stuff is stunning. It's just like you, you, Elysium's story was garbage. And then Chappie was just he like, he loves I, I, mechy, yeah, sci fi shit. So yeah. he, the way old. he visually showed the, the shit coming from like, oh, they're, <laughs> they're sim drivers and he can feel it. And then he did that in the real life. He's like, oh, I'm feeling the car and all the different pieces. He did he, the like mechy thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Fuck, that's totally he was, Neil Blomkamp. He was trying for years to do the uh, Halloween 2018 reboot to Alien, where he was going to cut off Alien 3 and after, so it was going to be a direct sequel to Aliens uh, with, uh, with yeah, what do you call I, him? Uh, and Sigourney Weaver was on board. Yeah. Like, super on board, because she was in Elysium. Yeah. And yep. loved working with him, and was like, if anyone's going to do a new Alien movie, I want it to be him. So, yep. like, those are her words exclusively. So, fuck. He's doing something yep. right. I just, I don't like his writing. His directing is great. It's just his writing is where he loses me. So. Okay. Anything else before we dive into No One Will Save You? I'm uh, I'm diving deep into Critical Role, so. Uh... Are you diving deep into uh, into Critical uh, Psycho Garman, Ken? No, I'm not. Why not? You should. You yeah, should, kid. He's not even our mascot Maybe I anymore. will. Maybe I will. You won't. It's okay. But we still love you. Yeah, you'll fucking okay. love it. <laughs> you know you will. That's what you're it's scared just, of. She's like, fuck, she's, I'll have yes. to watch this every day after because I'll just love it so much. For the rest of my life. Yep. yep. You'll watch it eight million times. Okay. This is We're true. We're going to talk today about the 2023 Hulu horror movie, no one will save you. And it reads as follows for a synopsis. An exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, before we say anything else about this film, I want to say 
Uh, this is going to be all spoilers if you're new around these parts or whatnot. Because this movie is kind of fucking hard to talk about, like, otherwise. But... I gotta say, first and foremost, because the whole reason I wanted to do this one was because the trailer was very much forced <laughs> down my throat. But the but, person yeah. who ever put together that trailer, who edited the trailer, <laughs> is a fucking artist because they did things with that trailer that mm-hmm. I wish were done with this mm-hmm. movie. Like they they drew out parts and made it feel like there was going to be a lot of anticipation and uh, mm-hmm. like scary moments before the reveal of what, you know, we, we do know it's an alien movie because of the poster and stuff, but they didn't spend any time in the movie until they revealed the look and the copy and paste 3D animation yeah. of an alien that they bought off of uh, Turbo Squid and just put it in the movie 17 times. This one, the trailer was better than the movie, but I ended up still enjoying it for a lot of different reasons, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> All I, I knew going into this was it was a home invasion alien movie, which it really is. Um uh, Ken, is there anything you want to say before we go full on spoilers? Because we're going that soon here. But my biggest point for this is going to be discussing the title at some point. So I will wait until we go full blown spoilers for that. Okay, cool. Okay, I would say go watch this if you like Alien. Also, I think this is very accessible horror. We talk about uh, accessible horror all the time around here. I think this movie is. Uh, if as long as you've got a head on your shoulders, I think even kids could watch this movie pretty easily. It's rated PG thirteen, but like, I think that's mostly to do with the like intense nature of it. This movie's less violent than like Gremlins, uh, you know, from the eighties, you know. So I think this movie is a very, very good entry point. Yeah, it's very good. It, it it reminded me a lot of like Signs in a lot of ways, but like mm-hmm. without the stupid ending. Um, but yeah, I think this is, I, I, I'll say I liked it a lot, but like, go watch it if you're into horror or you want to show horror to someone that you're like, I, it's like, it's almost like what I kind of wish Cobweb had done where it, it had stayed like at the PG 13 level, the whole movie, um, or like Boogeyman where it's like, it never grosses that point because it doesn't need to. Right. And like this film feels like it stayed in a zone where it needed to. I think the ending is fucked up and weird. And I'll, we'll talk about that here in a second, but like, I, I, I like it. And I think that like using aliens in a unique way. Um, and also just the storytelling of this movie is really good. There's like two words said the whole movie and they're both like, kind of like under their breath, like murmurs kind of like, but I, I, I think that this is, I was listening to a review of it beforehand without spoilers, and he was talking about how the ending was throwing people off, and a lot of people are either don't like this movie or like this movie because of the ending. I don't think that the ending has that powerful of an effect on the rest of it, but I I will want to talk about that in a second here when we spoil. So I would say go see it if you like horror, aliens, or whatever. Um, and I know the poster's can, can, dope too. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of, uh, Josh? The uh, movie we did pretty early on in this podcast, "The Dark and the Wicked," where oh. the, it's got the house, but, but the, that 
that one, yes. I mean, the poster, you know, not, house, the, not, but the, not the movie. But no, even that, like, because the movie has more of a witchy, like, very metal vibe to it. That poster, yeah. even though the the view of it is very uh, similar, it still has a metal vibe where this one has a yeah. very X-Files, New yeah. Age, clean vibe to it, which the yeah. whole movie did. Yeah, it's very... it's. It was yeah. consistent, okay. so... Yep. Okay. So, spoiler alert, go watch this film. I I would say and uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, um, it's Hulu. Like it's it it, it can't get more accessible oh. than, you know, something dropping on Hulu. I, I I like that. It's it's funny though like Hulu's real bad at advertising their own shit. Like am I the only one who's yeah, like Yeah, they really are. Like you like, don't know even, any... even King and stuff were they were talking about like Stephen King and some other <laughs> directors when they I was reading through some stuff they didn't even know it was coming up they were like yeah they just like turned this on and it was there yeah they don't advertise it and like it's that thing where it's like I feel like Hulu just relies on it being Hulu right and it's and like if it hadn't been like YouTubers like three C films who I really like t- talking about it I wouldn't have known that I mean like I didn't bring it up and you Josh chose it last week right but. It's not a movie. You know I how like I, it, you know how it became on my radar. I was on YouTube and there was like a thing, you know those videos where they like smash all the next upcoming movies trailers into one thing. I was like, eh, whatever, and I just oh, put I it hate, on my TV. Oh, I hate, I hate those. I hate I, I, those. I was just filling time because I was only yeah. half paying attention. I was on my phone, and it's just like background shit. Yep. But if something like this, boom, yeah. it wasn't on my radar, then it was completely mm-hmm. on my radar because I. <laughs> chose to do that they're stupid cut or smash cuts but it was uh yeah it, it was something that i was like holy shit what is this yeah. like this looks fucking cool and it wasn't as cool oh. as the trailer made it look like but it was i there was some cool parts to it for sure yeah i mean let's say like i feel like this movie like looks way higher budget than it is i i think the aliens like for being completely CG, they looked way better than I thought they were going to. Um, I love visual storytelling. Like, it's something that I personally do because I'm not a strong uh, writer. Like, I, yeah. I can, I, everything I do is visual just because I'm, that's what I do. Like, that's what I do for a living. That's how my brain works. I, I'd rather tell the story visually and cut out as much dialogue as possible. I've never seen a movie done so well that literally only has like eight words or something said in it the the entire time. So Are like there that many words in it, like I most of them. I found are a like, script oh. earlier and it was very. Hold on, you go ahead. I'll find the script again. I as I say, most of the stuff was like like mumbles or like like under like if you don't have subtitles on, you might not think there are any words spoken. Like there's but not like, anything that's they don't even spoon they don't spoon feed you the. The, the story either like yeah if, no if you have to be like paying attention it's yeah. there it's not like not apparent that they're oh you know like it would never say that on a gravestone but it's telling yeah. us the, but, the audience exactly who it is because she's sitting right next to it and, yeah yeah i mean the gravestone and then the letters like she's writing letters and you kind of start yeah. getting pieces of information like at the first instance, you see her. She finds the uh, the sheriff and his wife, and she like ducks down. And you're like, oh, something like she's avoiding them. 
And then you see the letter. She's like, hey, dear Maude, I, I saw your parents today. And you kind of sort of, oh, okay. And I can't believe it's been 10 years. I go, oh, so what's happening? And you just, you get these little bits and pieces. And then you like, later on when she runs into town, like after her, like run in with the alien. And like, she walks into the police station and the, it's the sheriff and his wife and, and the, the wife just spits on her face. She lets all a good loogie on that lady's face. Um, and you're just like, oh, and you're just like, uh, this girl, this, this woman is, uh, not, uh, the, this town is not a big fan of this woman. And you're just like, I wonder why. And they kind of, they give you little pieces of information up until like pretty, like pretty close to the end of the film where you go, oh, that's what happened. Oh, oh, did it doki? I, I would have figured this girl was in jail still at this point for what she did, but like. I mean, it's it has to do these storytelling like this because it this this movie, while it's an alien invasion like home and home invasion film, it's also a very like, it's a dealing with like grief and anxiety and like how you do all these things right. It's a, I I feel like can like this movie that's is right where, up, up your alley. That's where I was about to go. So I'm going to totally jump in because I can't find it. I saw a script earlier. There's only like one or there's like a few words and she did lose her voice shooting this, which is wild. But um, I was what? looking through something and some just from all of the like sounds the and stuff yeah, she was making, yeah. the screaming. Um, but I was looking through something uh, and uh, one of the things that somebody mentioned is the double meaning for the title of the movie. And I believe it was the director or the the writer, one of the two. Um, it was probably the writer, but anyway, it, he, um, it was both. It was, it was their the director, director. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and writer. Yeah, he did both. Um, they were talking about the title, and they were like, you know, because like surface level, and I'm really bad about with movies being very surface level at the start. I don't typically dive very deep. Um, it takes me either a second round through or like really listening to other inputs, which is fine. I've come to terms with that. Yeah. But the title being no one will save you. Yeah, so she's in the middle of nowhere, right? She's got nobody around her. She has no way to contact anyone. So nobody's going to save her. But what it boils down to also, there's like a few different things that you can take with it, is no one's going to save you from yourself. She's boxed herself in. She's made herself feel that she's um, a burden on society, that she's a menace, that nobody's going to want her around. She killed her friend when she was little. Like, she's made a huge mistake and... No one obviously wants her around and the the parents do, you know, point out that she's awful in their eyes and she doesn't have anywhere else to go. And the movie does a really good job of explaining like, yeah, this sucks, but you've got to find a way to save yourself. And so part of the thing being that, yeah, the aliens were able to see what she was dealing with. And while they probably didn't like emotionally relate to her, I mean, well, we can't really say say because whatever. Um, Maybe in some way there's like this this twinge of hope that they're like, oh, well, she's really trying to fix herself and like figure out and make things better. And it does a really great, for saying nothing, it is a great commentary on cancel culture in general uh, because you do have this this individual who made a horrible, horrible mistake as a child, as a young adult, who's just trying to get through life and she'll never be able to get over that. And like- It's bad enough, you know, nowadays because kids are growing up where, you know, they post something on the internet. Even we could post something on the internet 10 years down the line, 15, 20 years down the line. Somebody's digging it up and being like, this you? And, you know, it can cancel you, right? Um, 
which most people are familiar with. I do have to also remember sometimes that we do have people that listen to the podcast that aren't as in deep as we are when it comes to that kind of stuff. So it's just kind of a quick reminder. But um, yeah, so it definitely, it was really interesting to see. I will say one of the things though about the movie that was very frustrating to me at times and I can see why it was, but in my mind, yeah. and this isn't actually even the movie, it was just a character yeah. thing. I was like, why would you not just sell your house and move? Yeah. Just sell the house and move. Get out of this town. But I can see why you wouldn't. But that was like one of those thoughts. Um, overall, it was really yeah. good. I did really like the yeah. fact that it was yeah. primarily just sounds. The sound quality was great. I did get kind of squirrely yeah. and ADHD and have to peace out halfway through yeah. and came back. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't the movie's fault. That was all me. So. Yeah. I think I that, did the, the, the same by accident. It was like, because uh, Diana wasn't feeling well. So I went to the store to get her some meds and stuff <laughs> and came back super early on in the movie. But I feel <laughs> like it made me enjoy it more coming back and having that like, uh, yeah. And I normally just hate movies after I do that to movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm glad I still like really enjoyed this movie after doing it. I dude, mine was in the part with the forest or like she's like fighting the the aliens in the forest. I kind of like was sitting on the couch trying to get comfortable. Like I don't know. That's too where I zoned. And I do I dozed off for a second. Like oh, I, no. I fell asleep. And I'm like I'm like I'm like oh oh I gotta sit up better ah, ah. and I was like I was like why is she why. I honestly, so whenever that other version of her wake up was there, I was like, why? Like I thought it was her friend as an adult, like raised up and like the aliens were. I was just like, what the fuck? And I was just confused for a second, and then I had to rewind it and I got everything. But um, I want to tell you guys something because I think this is funny because I, I uh, 3C Films was talking about this on YouTube. The the director and writer wanted the this character to have a happy ending so he thought the ending of this movie was a happy ending for this character where they take over the whole world for almost no reason i don't know like dominance well, that's what we, ken and i were talking about when you were taking a piss i was like is that like it like they just wanted to dominate the whole world for well to be well, the a funny puppet master is, and they they take over everyone else in this little town besides her and it's like the thing it it's well, it like, looked like they about... were more than just the little town. Like, but my my thought was though, what did they really not take her over? Like, did they not maybe potentially have her in? Um, for those of you that have played Fallout uh, three, I think it is Fallout three or New Vegas. I hate that I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, there's a there's a scene where or there's a segment where you go into one of the particular vaults where they're in pods and they're living in like this altered reality, this, this virtual reality. reality. Yeah. yeah. So, but they're all stuck in someone else's game, in someone else's mind, and someone else's desire mm-hmm. that they're trying to do. So, like, could the aliens just be like for each person, kind of giving them what they want, and that's just what she wants, or are they all in her game? I don't know. It's very like they leave a lot of that open. It seems like to interpretation towards the end of it, like because it's like. You sit there at the very end, and she's like just dancing with the guy who like basically. She looked pretty stoked, but we saw her yeah. take the thing out of her throat. So yeah, yeah. I assumed she wasn't taken over, and she's just like, you know what? People are actually being nice to me now. This is sweet. I'll yeah. I can enjoy this new you know, life. 
you know the guy that she liked it remind you know who it reminded me josh it reminded me of the guy from possessor the the like the guy that was like the target for the film or whatever uh the or that she took over during that uh the that's who it reminded me of like i'm like but it's like a more nerdy version of him like uh not the main character but the guy that was like fucking shit up at the very end of the movie um that she took i think she took him over right i think but i don't remember um i man i i will say like i think that like the there was a lot of interesting choices in this movie and it it kind of reminded me of of alien isolation in a way because alien isolation was just obviously an alien game but you go in and you think there's going to be one alien and then she plows one of her doll toys into that thing's head, which was pretty metal by this, the way. And you're like, it was oh, awesome. okay. But it's like half, it's like less than a half an hour in. She's like took, taken out one of these aliens. And I'm like, that little like, t- like smaller one was kind of yeah. annoying uh, in comparison mm-hmm. to the rest of them. Like I didn't like him. Didn't like his look. I did. I just, yeah. that whole sequence was just a little annoying. And, his, his, but yeah. His face was like weirdly CGE compared to the other ones. Like his yeah. face was like, it looked like stuttery kind of. Like I don't know what the hell it was. And I, I again, love though what they did with the beam, the like the light having like <laughs> oh, frick. like the impact like that, like yeah. crushing that half was of done, the beam. That was sweet. Apparently, a lot of that lighting yeah. was done specifically with just a crane and like some inexpensive lights. I love That's it. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, this movie, like, d- I mean, it probably had, like, a $30 million budget or something like that. It wasn't, like, a, a huge budget for something, like, I don't even know if it was $30 million. I don't know. I, I don't know what Hulu spends on things. 22.8. Like, yeah, see, yeah, I was guessing. Uh, it was 22.8 million? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, you have to think about it. Like they spent like sixty on prey, I think, if I recall, when we talked about that last yeah, year. Yeah, but um, that is part of a bigger universe. Yeah, I know. And yeah, what I'm saying, it wasn't that that it was that they Hulu's doing these things on a, a smaller budget, regardless. But I, Hulu's we just owned about, by Disney, is it not? It is, mm-hmm. but it's that's mostly why. Owned like, by Disney. I, this is this this is the thing that we said with prey too. Like, while prey broke a shit ton of records so it, it can't really be we can't put that in the same category but they still don't know what to do with you know pg-13 and r-rated things that they own like yeah. hulu is the place that they're like oh yeah we'll just throw it over there and that's legitimately what they're doing with ev- everyone saying that what they just turn this on yeah they're like we don't know what to do just put it over on hulu like whatever yeah i mean it's they're merging them right at some point in the near future, and so it's they're just losing like, oh. so much fucking money. It's insane. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. I mean, you talk about it like Kin had one of her like mods is like in the Middle East somewhere, and he always thought he's talking about how like Disney Plus has weird shit on it there and like doesn't have other stuff. Had and like it's just, always like, studying in Philadelphia and like months yeah. ago, like or last year, and I was yeah. like on Disney Plus. He was like, yeah. It's like what the I fuck? Mean, but that now show we is have amazing. Well, yeah, now we have... have you watched Wrexham? Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I'm on season two. I've only watched two episodes or something, maybe three. Yeah, I've watched. I'm yeah. caught up on the first season or the second season. I haven't watched any of the first season. 
I mean, first season but, was really fucking good. I don't know what that is. Disney it's has like just the it's a documentary series. Oh, that and, one. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you still they, don't know his like, name. Ah, they have like yeah. Well, I mean, he he's will always be the guy who made the the, the exercise bike and with the guy dildo. from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Whatever. It's Rod, Rod, guy. Or, Rod or that it's, guy. It's the guy who made the dildo operated uh, uh Rob exercise bike. McElhenney. Yeah. Dude, he is fucking shredded. And he no, did dude. it as like a meme too. And then he got fat again and yeah. then he got yeah. shredded again. Like I'm like he is a superhero. Dude, he could be for he sure. Is. He is mm-hmm, so shredded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I the problem with that show, I have to be in a very yeah, state, like, a mm-hmm. very specific <laughs> state of mind to be in that show because like they all they're all such horrible people. They I I'm like, yeah, I can't do this right now. Oh, always well, sunny. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I think they I mean, had got a contract for like another four plus years for that show too because it's Christ. it's so cheap to make and yeah. they can just continue as long as they want because they set it, it up like a you know simpson style where nothing you know ever changes just, yep yeah well they were gonna cancel it and then like they were like unless you take danny devito on and they're like we don't want him and i don't think they wanted him and then danny devito is like one of the best characters on that show 100 it's just it makes it so that, you can do anything yeah, but him, I, one of my favorite shows, like things on that show ever, was like when he's like like crawling out of the couch and he looks like a baby <laughs> being born. Yeah, and then and then Rumham, Rumham will always be classic because, uh, yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, oh, I guess I only have two episodes I haven't watched this season. We oh, yeah, had. I haven't watched the season yet. The the, the uh, one with um, Ryan Cranston was pretty good this year. I this I, I need to watch that one. Um, I. So like, I I I saw someone talking about uh this uh no one will save you. Also, the name is a, it's one of those movies where the name is out of control. Like it's, it's so metal. Many, it's so fucking metal. I know, but it's too many words, right? Like it's no way. I love words. it. It it sounds like a really fucking good song. Maybe. And in the end, no one's gonna save you. I oh, I wasn't I thinking like, like that. I was no, thinking no, like no. He, he, yeah, I was gonna say he's more thinking of like a black metal song no where you like. God will save you. Yeah, that's what. And I was that's just like, too. Then that's it's just too. metal and guitars and Go. nothing un, un, understandable. Go. <laughs> it, it would have a blonde in it for sure. It would have a blonde. And Josh is Josh is now gone full. We like, lost Josh. But you always play this high up because it's so metal to play this high up. Dude, I have seen enough guitarists at shows like they go running around in like sleeveless hoodies, as I mentioned last week. I'm like, why are you guys doing this? So, are you saying that I should put the metal band logo design on sleeveless hoodies? Yes, you should. I don't even know if they sell that shit. the 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 distributor distributor that I uh, went through, they don't have a lot to choose from. So, (laughs) I think I can like do more than one, maybe, and find other places that offer. Better selection. Yeah, if you don't know, we have our Murder Moose gear now, and I I tried to buy stuff today, and there were issues with. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, God, damn it. Well, yeah, you can reorder so. just the the two item, or if you yeah. want the black tank, I'll make it with the other logo too, because okay. there is a metal band logo tank top. For sale right now. I just nice. put it live. Very nice. Um. Uh man, I. 
I'd say uh, this. I wonder how much I was. As we we're talking about this, I was really kind of wondering how much stuff this uh, Bryn, also a weird name, Bryn has been in. Um, and she did so well with it. I mean, it, let's yeah. be totally honest. She kicked ass. She's been in a lot. She was in. Uh, she was the voice of Cassie in Uncharted Four. If you don't know Uncharted Four, Cassie is the the daughter of the main character. She's been in a lot, man. She's been doing what? stuff to the. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Josh. <laughs> it's in the game. It's in the game. It's in the it's... game. Uncharted Four. Yeah, she was. Really She's good in the in game. This, Uncharted She's Four. In... <laughs> She's in the game of Uncharted Four. Uh, dude, what? I have to. Okay, there is one. Should I start wearing sequ... this? It's so gay. Yes, you should. Um, there was one sequence in this movie I f- kind of felt like didn't belong, and that was the d- the mailman delivering her package and it was, like turning into Ace Ventura. I'm just like, what is this motherfucker doing? It I was- think the like benefit of that was just showing like just how detached she was from everybody. Yeah, but he was like throwing shit like you know the opening sequence of Ace Ventura where he's got the you know the 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 package and he's just like shoving it in like kicking it and like fucking it up. The whole time, and that's all I could think of when he's like shooting a basket with her package. Also, was she okay? I wasn't huh? completely sure. What was she selling? She it seemed like her whole dresses. living was was it dresses on that scene? dresses. But, okay, I wasn't sure if she was selling dollhouse shit or whatnot. Like yeah, but, what like that? Was she what the fuck was that? Like they didn't really go dresses. in. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the like big scene. That gets oh, just destroyed. that was just her way of like, I think that was a couple different things. So one, I think that was her way of trying to relate and reach out to the community. The other, from what I've gathered, is that it was something that was just her pastime that she just did as a hobby. And I mean, like, if you're by yourself and you're alone, you've got nothing else going on. You got to have something to do. Yeah. It reminds me of- called Diddly uh, Diddly Do. If you've ever watched the show- uh, It's a lot of template. <laughs> a lot of diddling. Yeah. We always have a lot of diddling, uh, Ken. Uh, the show Raising Hope, there's a character named Frank who's a weirdo. And so he has like a, he has a whole like, he's created their whole little town and like with little miniatures like that kind of. And that's what it was reminding me of because he's a weirdo like she is. And it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, they're like, they can't, they don't interact with the world. So they do, they did this little thing. To, that's how they get out to, you know, interact. So I thought that was interesting. Um, so I thought the mailman was weird. And I also, I wonder if they did that because he, so you wouldn't feel as bad when he gets like his fucking back broken by the fucking beam, which was also very metal. That was like the most extreme thing in this whole movie where like, he gets knocked mm-hmm. into it and his back just goes, ka-chunk. And like, it's like he'd been it like was metal. broken in F. Yeah, it was very metal. It was very a metal, metal man. He was a very metal man. Um, It was a I, metal man. So- I have to wonder, and did either one of you two wonder this? Did the aliens just shape shift it? Because when she's in the in that scene, there's more they, than one, you know, like, but race of aliens. I know, but at the scene where they had them all, like around her body, right? They were all exactly the same. They were all yeah. Like, it was that's what I said. Height, the, the copy same... paste, fucking, yeah. and they all like turn. <laughs> I was like. That animation was so copy paste. Oh my god! Yeah. Like you could do a little bit better job than that guy. I, I at one point when I was watching it, I was like, "Damn it, Roger!" Like you know, Roger from uh, American Dad, the mm-hmm. the the one who lives in their attic. I was like, "Damn it, Roger!" <laughs> but yeah, uh, 
I was wondering that. I was wondering if they were just shape shifting because the one with the arms very looked like very much shape shifty. And I will say another thing. What was creepy? Their little fucking finger toes. They're like they're they're. I like, thought that was creepy, but I liked it. Yeah, I I, liked I thought it, it was too, comical, but... but I still liked it. So we all had, com- had different feelings. Yeah. I thought it was very yeah. comical. We all like, had feelings. It was like it was like uh, Men in Black. It felt like Men in Black, kind of like P- PG kids movie vibes. And I I was like, ah, uh, I guess I like that. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I. I really was impressed with the CG in this movie. Like for a $23 million movie, like the, the aliens were mostly like pretty believable. Like I said, besides the little one, the little one was the wonkiest one where she goes all Michael Myers on him and like stabs him in the fucking, why didn't she kill that thing, man? She fucking only hit him once. I mean, she was like, she hit him once with the door and like knocked him unconscious. But like, I don't, I don't know. know. It was very I like, I, I also, I want to say, I'm kind of confused uh, that this didn't come up at the beginning. None of us saw Saw X, even though, like, everyone's like, it's this is the best Saw movie ever. Bes- oh, like, is it MC. out? It came out last Friday, yeah. <laughs> I'm not excited I to see it. I give zero fucks about Saw. Everyone, like, I literally had people saying that it was, like, the best Saw movie in the franchise. And then a lot of people were like, it's the second or third. But I'm like, okay. Because I, I, I was saying last week I didn't give a fuck. But it seemed I'm like it so, went over very well. I don't know. Like, you know, yes, it's been kind of a while since we've seen a, a on-purpose torture porn movie, but I was never overly a fan of that subgenre of, of yeah. I was going to say metal, of uh, horror anyways. Uh, yeah. So I'm not like, oh, I got to run to the theater. And I, I think it's because I was just duped by the last one because I was like, oh, this trailer makes it look like it's probably going to be a good one. And then I was so duped. I was like, I... I it was a bad episode of CSI that you knew yeah. the ending two minutes into the movie, and mm-hmm. that was terrible. What was so what was so fucking uh, like enraging about that film? As we go off on a tangent again, is that they sold it like it was going to be this completely new thing in the world, and it was just exactly the same fucking movie, just with a different like person. It was like just like it's the same fucking movie. The traps that you have to get out of, blah blah blah. And I'm just but like fuck. The fact that they're they're doing it because. Like when a franchise goes past a certain point and is just like meh for so long, then they're like, you know what? All those other ones that we did produce over the last 10 years don't matter because you don't like them. They don't exist anymore. We're going to start here now. Fuck off. Like, that's how I feel (laughs) about this movie. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, they started in the middle, like after number one. So like, yeah. Um, I... I have to say that though that like that this movie what did impress me like with the budget and what they did with the money impressed me the acting yeah uh, I think that it got it might have gotten a little too like too the problem with a film like this when you're not explaining things through dialogue or you don't have any dialogue and it's all visual that when you get a little convoluted like this movie does in the like the the middle act or the third act it you kind of you risk losing people and i'm wondering how many people will get lost watching this movie especially at the end where like it starts going kind of bonkers you know um and not i feel like it could have been more metal but then it wouldn't be so pg-13 like i feel like they yeah. they, they tread that line very nice yeah. and didn't go over 
and it, it yeah. has this very nice package really? that almost ends like an an episode of Goosebumps at the end or something, you know? It's very X Files, like you said, like yeah. the, especially the ending is where it's like this weird like alternate rea- alternative reality. Oh, I I want to talk about something else that I really I thought was cool in this movie when she fucking kills that alien and the like the drools just like coming out of his mouth. I was like, that looks pretty cool. Like that was a good little effect. Um, I also liked her the, old, the alien dying. It was just like it was just standing there going. <laughs> I would say the sounds in this movie I really liked. The sound design Sorry. I thought was really really good. You have nothing, Ken. Ken. Speaking of sounds. Ken, Ken, we have we have to tell you something. Yes. You you're not you don't have to apologize. You yeah, are yeah. part of this show. Make some noise. Make <laughs> some <laughs> noise with your mouth and then put it into the mic. Uh, you know, like speaking stuff. Oh, not just noises. Uh, oh, you I can mean... make noises if you want to. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. I think that stuff might might do better on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> um, maybe. Can, can hmm. I say, do you find any cool facts going into your like deep dives as you always do with this uh, film? I mean, for me, the number one cool fact was just that she lost her voice. Um, like I said, I didn't get to dive as deep as I normally do, but I thought yeah. that that was really interesting, That's and what it she totally said. makes sense. He he he! It totally makes sense because like she's making a lot of noise, but when you first think about it, you're like. But why? Why would that? But it makes sense. I, I thought that was cool. I it's very like again. I, Josh and I were talking about Mad God earlier, like which was the the before Kin days, and like was it just before? Right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was right before Kin started. Um, and Mad God had no dialogue, and I couldn't follow it because it was it was, it, was way well, more abstract because. It was all, you know, claymation, but it took him like fucking 30 years to make it. So it didn't stay cohesive whatsoever. It was just like a gotcha. bunch. Uh, he did it in his basement over literally like <laughs> I think it was 30 years or something ridiculous. So yeah. that's it, wild. Yeah. So it was just like an amalgamation of just like the most metal fucking claymation shit you've ever seen. That makes no fucking sense. And it was just like it was. Yeah, it was like journey to hell and then coming back oh i was gonna say it just reminded me talking mad god uh i saw a tweet uh, a tweet going around the other day and it was like what's the most boring movie you've ever seen and oh. i quoted i quoted it with skinner and, and freddie from nightlights was like thank you that movie was not <laughs> i don't just i'm like yeah Fuck Thank that movie! Goodness, yeah. Like, like every time I bring it up, I'm like, "Well, my least favorite horror movie I've seen recently is Skidamarink." Please don't hate me for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if I, you know, you know where I stand on it, only because it's a close to home. Met the people, now <laughs> friends with them on Facebook somehow <laughs> as well. Uh, <laughs> it's just not one of those things <laughs> that has anything to kind of grasp on for us and yeah. i can be very political in my responses to that when i'm over here now <laughs> yeah. i can say i can say that mm-hmm. i understand why people love it i i can appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that it's art i can appreciate the entertainment Not value 
I will say that again, yeah. my friend who's very, very big into yeah, yeah. horror po- yeah, or into yeah. horror movies and podcasts and yeah, has award winning yeah, yeah. podcasts and stuff now. How do you um, win awards for also this? Also hated it. I'll have to we'll we'll go over it yeah. later. But he also hated it. And he was yeah. like, I made it thirty minutes and about turned it off and then it did something and I was like, Oh, okay, yeah. I'll keep trying and then made it thirty minutes and could not do it and he was yeah, like, Yeah, no, I yeah. just I just I couldn't do it. And the thing is, again, I can appreciate right. and respect right. the art. Yeah. I can yeah. still hate yeah. it. Yeah. It's the most anti-ADHD movie I've ever it seen. It truly is. And, and it, yeah, it's that funny. It's like, it's funny talking about that because it transitions when we're like sitting here talking about this movie into Mad God because they both have like no dialogue basically. And then Mad Dog ha- or Bad God has that like kind of contextual like it bored me. I like me. Mad Dog better. Mad, Mad Dog. Dog. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. It's just all chaos. It's all chaos. Um, I do. I really do think this is a great intro to people interested in horror who want to get their kids into into horror. Like I said, though, um, and. Uh, we invited KPP to come talk about this, but she's always busy, which was a giant shock. And she had really dug it too. Um, and she had already watched it, like, oddly. It was I a mean, lot the, more the... tame than, uh, like I said, like I anticipated it was going to be. And I was yeah. weirdly still not disappointed by it. So there's something yeah. to be said there because, like, it yeah. is it is set up for me thinking this was going to be an intense fucking ride and like really like do some of the things that boogeyman did very yeah. well to uh rod and i and like caught me off guard a few times with just how like visceral the like yeah. stuff was happening in the movie you it was happening yeah. so fast and so violently that uh it caught me off guard and was like oh shit that was dope yeah. i thought this yeah. was going to do the same sort of thing and it didn't so yeah is <laughs> this it was more of a psychological thing for most of it, right? Because we're talking about like the anxiety and all the things. Uh, I was also thinking while we're talking about that, I really liked their powers in this film, the aliens' powers. Like they can do, like they fuck with electricity. They do, like they turn go full Magneto at points. Uh, the I still think one of the cool shots in the movie is when she's running towards the door and the door just explodes in on her. Yes, and just, like, that was really her. well done. Yeah. I really liked the red light scenes, like where the, she gets put mm. on the ceiling. I thought that was pretty fucking dope. Um, that was really cool, and it was very intense because, like, right at those moments too, I would like, <laughs> I was watching and like I kind of held my breath with her at times. So I was like, yeah, it being was, paralyzed. It was yeah, yeah. That I mean, they did that in a different movie. Like I know in where Conjuring Two had some sort of ceiling, whatever scene, but there was a, a movie where they were like. <laughs> Paralyzed like that. Fuck, what movie was that? Anytime Shit. there's anything ever on the ceiling, I immediately think of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Just because that opening sequence is so intense. And yeah. even though she's not pinned to the ceiling, she's being thrown around on the ceiling. Yep. Oh, what a feeling when you're dancing on the on ceiling. The ceiling. Ooh. Oh. oh, what a feeling. Oh, did you see this is a side point? That uh, that uh, a or a twenty four is bidding on making a uh, Halloween television show, and so I saw people like going off about Michael Myers versus uh, 
Jason Voorhees because the uh, because the A twenty four is already doing the Crystal Lake show. So I'm like, it's not fair though because it's like Michael Myers is like a normal man. Jason Voorhees is a zombie. So. Just is there do anything more else want... Freddy versus Jason. That's all we need. Just another Dude, one. Can they do a new Freddy versus Jason and just make the human characters tolerable? Because, God, the human characters in that movie are some of the worst yeah, human characters one, ever. The, the lead girl is super cute in that movie, though. But she's annoying and stupid like the rest of the characters. Like, the, they're just poorly written. Even, even Destiny's Child Girl is pretty terrible in that film. I like the fights, though. They're pretty dope. Um, that Josh, movie was else? just fun. It is fun, dude. But man, have you watched that movie lately? The CG in that movie does not hold up. I very haven't well. watched like, it lately, but I have rewatched it several times, and it's just the takeaway every time. Fuck, that was fun. That was just fun. The the, the weed, the pothead with yeah, the, the pothead the, is like, awesome. Magic. The the but the the caterpillar is so oh, bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> the terrible. CG is. So I do remember that, and I'm just like, oh no, <laughs> fuck. Or when. Kelly gets her nose pulled off by Freddy. That was pretty terrible looking. There's just there's some pretty bad CG in that but movie. But Jason X is terrible, but I rewatched it uh when the fuck did I well when I made the poster, I was rewatching yeah. it and I'm just like, fuck, I forgot how funny and just amazing. Okay. You wanted to do a new Friday the thirteenth. We're in October, the spoopy month. Uh, do you want to do a Halloween or a Friday the thirteenth month a movie next uh, week there, Josh? Yes, yeah, we do. We have to. Which one? We, honestly, I would love to. Well, I don't know. I just did Jason X. I would love to do the remake. That is my. Honestly, I love that movie. I don't know. I want to go original series. Okay. But we don't have to. I, I don't know. I I think I still think the best overall Jason movie. Oh, God, we could do the remake. Fine, we'll do the remake. Yeah. It has all the best fucking kills, like stacked. I love that cold opener. It's so fucking good. Talking about stupid characters, the beginning characters are pretty terrible in that movie, too. The, yeah, but the, they all get fucked. No. <laughs> like, I was, I still remember seeing it in theaters and going, holy shit, this kill count is insane. How are they going to, boom, title, and it's just new characters? I was like, yeah, fuck. Dude, <laughs> I will never forget. So, the guy who was like, your tits are stupendous. The best scene in, in the movie. <laughs> Come on. Was in was Come in on, the movies. Arnold. Well, he was in the Arnold Schwarzenegger Netflix show. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, he was one of the the CIA agents in it, and I'm like, it's the booby guy. <laughs> yeah, it's the booby guy. Okay, we'll do we'll do Friday the Thirteenth. Was it 2009? I think it was when that one came out. Um, let's see. 2009. Right? You are correct. Fucking yeah. Giggity. I, I don't know how the things that stay in my head do, like random movies like Friday the 13th, the remake, but here we are. Okay. We will do. You cool See, with when Friday I the saw 13th? that movie, I remember my theater experience. It was completely sold out, like sold out, and we had to sit close <laughs> because we got there too late. <laughs> like that shit doesn't happen anymore. Yep. Yep. That was my opening night for Paranormal Activity at midnight. Oh, fuck. I. Yeah. Oh God, dude, that's why that movie I, horrified me, man. I saw yeah. that late too, and 
that movie fucked with my head as well. And it was a completely Dude. packed theater. But that was the guerrilla marketing for that was fantastic. But it's yeah. Also, it's just the times. That movie and, and, and Blair Witch Project, both in the theater with the theater full, it was like oh, yeah. why horror and theaters is as good as it is because you get a whole crowd of people reacting and it's just like, ah. Okay, so Friday the 13th for 2009, next week. Um, and think about other things we want to do the rest of the October, you two. I, do you guys want to do, Ken, Ken's talked about it I, and I, I like the idea I, of Ken doing a spinoff episode where Ken does cryptid stuff. So that might be fun. Which, I would love yeah. to do it. I, I send Ken cryptid shit on Instagram all the time. And I don't know if What's you ever that? see it, Ken, but. Instagram or cryptid shit? Fun. Cryptid? Like Bigfoot? Yeah, like Bigfoot, Mothman. Skin, uh, skinwalkers? I love Skinwalkers, uh, man. They're the, they're the ones that terrify me, man. I had a night. Flatwoods first ever- Monsters. The Greys. Yeah. Even though they're more aliens. No, we get put but, into her, uh, like deep, like unread stuff on Instagram. Oh, I know. She's <laughs> like, why would I ever watch anything from these numb nuts? I have to hang out with them enough, and I don't want um, it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want. Okay, Jason X, not Jason X. Jason, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine, next week. Uh, and we'll we'll do something. I'm down with doing a a, a cryptid ep- like spinoff episode again. So hell yeah, yeah. Okay, everybody, we will catch you guys next week. Oh, let's do our plugs. Fuck, murdermoose.com. Buy merch. Go buy merch. Buy merch. Yes, murdermoose.com. New um, tanks. Continue.com. Go to continue.com and find oh, continue because she tweets and shit like that and and mm. and streams and does all these yeah. things. Yours that didn't just come, fucking... but mine came. Nice. Um, my accidental order. My rod underscore Johnston. Uh, Josh, do you want to give away the uh, one of those things? Uh, it's already claimed. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Someone okay. claimed well, I, Okay, cool. I mean, it works. Uh, yes, and rod underscore Johnston on Twitter and Twitch and all those places. So find me too. So catch you motherfuckers next week for Friday the 13th. And we love you and have a good one. Take it easy. And bye. Bye. It's in the game. <laughs>